This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. clear when you're a guest in my home you gotta come to me empty-handed I said no gifts your presence is presence enough and I already had too much stuff so how do you dare disobey me Welcome to I Said No Gifts. I'm Bridger Weiniger. I hope you're doing well. It, uh, we're in the backyard. It's garbage day here on I Said No Gifts Avenue. Uh, so there may be, I don't know where we are in the garbage truck cycle. There may be some sort of clanging or crashing. And so just be aware of that. Uh, be aware of the sound level on your car stereo or your earbuds or what have you. I don't want any damage to your ears. And if it's gar- it might be garbage day for you, to be honest. I hope your cans are out. Uh, if it's not garbage day for you, that's also fine. Doesn't make you any less of a person. So, uh, yeah, what are we talking about? Oh, and while I'm just rambling here, if you haven't left a review for the podcast, that's a crime. That is absolutely a crime. You've committed a crime and you love crime. So I just want you to know that. Uh, and let's be honest, you... If you haven't done, left the review, you obviously kind of thrive on suffering, on my suffering. So I just, we're leaving that there. Let's get into the podcast. Today's guest I find extremely funny and adore. It's Christine Nangle. Christine, welcome to I Said No Gifts. Thank you. I love to be introduced with, it's garbage day. <laughs> I drove up the hill. It was me. It was me. I'm the garbage man and the can. <laughs> Just trash. We're both trash. And uh, the listener is just being dragged through to this point. Uh, No, it is garbage day. And I hadn't taken the garbage cans out for two weeks. I had forgotten. So they were starting to get a little over... You know, they were were not overflowing. Let's be honest. They weren't like... But it was time to take them out this morning. I got them out and I feel very, very relieved. And the trash is now being taken away from me. That's good. That's good. Oh, I can hear one now. Here's the, and this is probably, there's a good chance the listener is probably hearing the garbage truck as well. There's so many garbage, there are three different cans. Is that, does that mean there are three different trucks that come by? Yes. I call them bins because they're like, well, yeah, I guess they're more of a bin. Boxy rectangle shapes. Right. And the bin or the uh, can is more of something that Oscar the Grouch lives in. Yes. Yes. And then, so there's a bin, a can. Is there another word that I've already said for garbage? Pail. <laughs> what did, is a garbage pail? You did say pail. Uh, it's a small can. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting because there's a whole group of kids named after the garbage yeah. pail, but I don't know anyone that's ever used or like referred to just the garbage pail without the kids. I think when Oscar was a baby, he lived in a garbage pail. And then like a hermit crab, he had to go find a bigger trash can every time he uh, he grew a little bit. That's why he's so miserable. Um, <laughs> that I makes like perfect sense. It's probably a regional-ism, like saying pail versus bin versus, you know. Can, trash, bin. I feel like trash. I would have said pail about a small, like a little trash can in a, in a room that wasn't the kitchen. You would call it a pail. Yeah, probably. Interesting. Or an outdoor, an outdoor little outdoor tr- trash can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know that I would ever call anything a pail. Hmm. But you're from the East Coast. I am. I'm from the Mountain West. Hmm. And I guess maybe the pail is more, I mean, you're closer to England. Pail feels yeah. like something you would do in the UK. You live beyond the pail. Sorry about yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> 
I apologize. It's trash day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so pales, pales, pales. Interesting. What's going on with you? Um, Not much. Today is the is the summer solstice. That's right. Longest day of the year. Yeah. Very hot. Yes, and I'm only saying that because it. I saw that today, and it increased my guilt about like never going outside. Like right. it probably sounds like I was bringing that up to be like, so I got my cards read and I'm an Aquarius, but it's, <laughs> it's because I was like, oh man, this only makes me feel worse about like having my my lines drawn and just like chilling in the air conditioning. <laughs> I mean, it is, I mean, it's maybe, or the last I checked, maybe 92 degrees, but so I was worried about this recording, but currently I'm not too hot. No, me neither. I was expecting to be full sweat both of us just looking to get out of this well, as quickly as possible. Well, wait till we get going, baby. <laughs> till we get into a fight. Where did we get these back and forths? <laughs> <laughs> these rallies going. <laughs> um, there's something we have to, I would love to discuss with you. Something that's taken over my life recently. I've become completely obsessed with Tetris. Ah. Have you ever played Tetris? Back in the day, yeah. I was talking to our producer, Annalise, before the podcast about this, and it's essentially the only thing that is occupying my time right now. I've become, I didn't expect this. I got a new version of Tetris and can't stop playing. On What are you playing on? I'm playing it on my PlayStation, but I think you can play it on anything. And I got it about a day and a half ago, and it's all I can think about. That's what it does. It, it, it gets into your brain, and then you start solving them like when you're not of even course. playing. It's yeah. trying to think about being better at Tetris. That's what Tetris does. And just thinking about the experience. It's one of these... I haven't really become obsessed with something in a long time. And this uh, is something I have to, like, will myself to stop doing. Mm -hmm. Have you been obsessed with anything recently? Uh, Well, I can relate to being obsessed with Tetris. I remember when I was a kid, we had Nintendo, and I gave up. I was like, you know, we played, me and my my brother and I played um, Contra a lot. Oh, of course. And we played this Aladdin game we had, but we also played Tetris. We also played uh, this Carmen Sandiego game. But um, I remember feeling like I knew it was a problem. I played too much. And Tetris was one of them. And I gave it up for Lent. (laughs) (laughs) I gave up Nintendo. Like we would call like Nintendos. Like I gave up all my Nintendos for Lent. And then just like never got back to it. And I don't know what grade that was, fifth or something. And um, but then like since then I've gotten addicted to like little phone games. I got, I feel like uh, crossword puzzles on my phone. I have to do one every single night in order to fall asleep. Are you doing a big crossword puzzle or small? The New York Times one, but I only do, or I mostly only do Fridays and Saturdays because okay. then that's how I feel challenged. Right. Um, but it used to be that I would kind of have to finish it in order to go to sleep. But now it's like a comical thing where the instant I find myself nodding off, I like super quickly like throw my phone on the other pillow and like close my eyes. <laughs> Like, oh, it's coming, it's coming. <laughs> Here we go. And it works. Uh, wow. Yeah. What's your feeling on the New York Times mini crossword? It's trash day. <laughs> Get it out of here. No, thank you. I'll save that for Alzheimer's. <laughs> Elitism on display here is <laughs> sickening. But I'm also, I'm addicted for sure to TikTok too. Wait, did, oh, you're addicted to TikTok? I don't post anything. My account is just like, you know, a nothing account. And I just, it's, it is like, it's an, it, I don't know if addiction is a word, but it's like, a, it's like a little dopamine mach, like machine. And what are it's you, really interesting. What are you, do you have particular favorites on TikTok? Or are there certain categories of things you like watching on it? Have you been on it at all? I downloaded it uh, in maybe mid 2020 for truly six seconds. I opened it and it was just like, it, truly like the noise and the visual. I just had to yeah. delete it immediately. yeah. yeah. I only got into it recently because a good friend of mine is a singer and she posts videos of herself singing. Oh. And then they do this thing called stitching where like somebody will play a song and then you can stitch it and you play, you know, yourself singing with their music and then somebody would stitch that and it's them adding a harmony or something. It's really a cool like way to see people who don't know each other like come together and stuff. And so that was kind of like a non-intimidating intro for me. And then probably like through Twitter, I would like, you know, people link to like funny dog videos or things like right. that. But it really curates your For You page really well and really quickly. And so I get mine are mostly um, dog videos, 
videos about stretching your lower back um, <laughs> and hips. Uh, videos about uh, about uh, ADD, ADHD, and like how to kind of like tips and things like that. Um, videos about making, keeping your kitchen clean. Um, and like a bunch of feminist stuff. Right. Yeah. And have like, for example, the kitchen thing, have you learned any good tips that you've been able to take into your own life? Or is it like, I wish I could do that, but I'm I'm not actually going to use that skill. Well, I'm not on Instagram. Right. Um, I was on it for like a hot second, like 10 years ago. And like, it just made me feel bad instantly. And I uh, sure, put sure. it away. Um, Hasn't changed. Yes. <laughs> and I, it always just makes me feel like, I'm not doing things right or like, oh, I should be doing something else or I don't know how to do the, the thing that everyone else does. <laughs> um, so I like that whole idea of like a perfect kitchen or a perfect anything. Like I don't buy that. I don't buy into that. I also think people look kind of corny when they have everything perfect. Right. But um, what I've really gained from from TikTok is like there, because like I have ADHD and like, there's this one woman in particular, I forget her name, Casey. Her name's KC. And um, she talks about how, like, things being disorganized or messy is morally neutral. Oh, interesting. And, like, it's, she just, like, really, like, she shows you her house and she's, it's, like, messy. She's got kids. And then she'll be like, all right, let's do, let's do a 15-minute cleanup. And then she'll just, like, put it in whatever fast motion. And you'll just see her kind of straightening up or just, like, kind of presenting it in a way that's like, you're not a bad person if you have dirty dishes. And I think, because just because I grew up Catholic, everything becomes a moral just issue guilt, for me. Guilt, 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 right. And um, and it kind of like, people just talking about things, reframing things in terms of like, your life, you feel better when things are orderly. Like, right. take care of yourself. Yes. And um, not that like, I'm, I'm painting my life as like a hoarder pigsty. It's not that at <laughs> all. It's it's just that the anxiety around that of kind course, of stuff. Of course, of course. Um. So for me, it's really like been therapeutic. I mean, that you have a lot, there's a lot of corners of TikTok, but this is the one that's been like, and I also get a lot of menopause stuff, <laughs> which is, I guess, on the horizon. I don't know, but... Um, Maybe it knows you better than you know, know yourself. I know, I've got to check my cycle. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, uh, somebody said to me, like, the reason you make your bed is not because for other people to see, it's like, for yourself, and if you don't care about your bed being made, then don't make the bed. It doesn't matter. Exactly. So that's basically, and also it's kind of a license to do not do a bunch of things around the house for me. Yeah. I mean, I like things to be tidy, but I'm not like a, an obsessively scrubbing floors, this kind of thing. I'm like, if everything feels basically put away, I'm happy. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's kind of how I play Tetris. I'm not that, <laughs> oh, the game keeps giving me a D. Yeah. Every, at the end of each round, it says I got a D, which is, makes me feel terrible. Like, like a grade? A grade. And I, you're trying and to like, get I it. did pretty well this round, and then it's like, you got a D. Which, what are they basing that on, speed? I think speed and maybe combos of, you know, how many Tetris <laughs> you get. Uh, I wish the grade didn't show up, because I'll feel like, wow, I've really gotten better at this game. Every single time a D. Yeah. Which is a rough feeling to get from Tetris. But that aside, again, I love the game Tetris. That's I love this new you. version of Tetris. Uh, but you're on TikTok. You've become obsessed with TikTok. Yeah. Uh, maybe I need to give it a shot. I do feel like... No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's how I feel like on... Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm on Instagram and people be like, maybe I need to get back on Instagram. I'm like, why? Why in I the mean, world? it does. Like, I was... I have, uh, you know, it's... In LA, pre-pandemic even, you, especially like, you know, I had worked with two women on a show and we had, got, became great friends, but then the show ended. So then we kind of like went our separate ways. We kept in touch a little bit. And then we were texting a couple months later and I, I, one of them said something I can't remember. And I was like, all right, next thing you're going to tell me, you guys are both engaged. And they're like, we are. <laughs> like they were both in, got engaged to their boyfriends like around Christmas time. And I just didn't know because right. I'm not, oh, I'm not on You're Facebook. Out of the loop. I'm not on Instagram. And I got really upset, not mad at them, but like, I just felt sad. I was like, oh my God, like, because I can't handle being on Instagram, I'm missing all these updates on of people's lives. And I don't blame them for not telling me. Like, it's like totally, you know, makes sense that people would expect people to know what's happening because of like, they're putting it on social media. Right, right. Um, so like, I can see the upside in a way, but... Ultimately, like, I, I don't know. But in terms of, like, the stuff that we were talking about, like, keeping the house tidy and stuff, like, I find there actually has been a difference for me because I just, like, 
removes the stress from it. And I actually kind of enjoy like straightening up or I under, it, it just like makes me calmer about it. Right. Where it doesn't feel like work as much. As, yeah. Yeah. I think like also the, like the idea of like growing up your parents, it is a job for you to do around the house and it's yes. a miserable thing. And like, there's a way to do it right and there's a way to do it wrong. Right. And then like, it's taken me like this long to be like, it's just okay. You're not doing anything wrong or right. You're just making sure there's no roaches. <laughs> Like, it's cool. Uh, Is there a particular household chore that you hate doing that you refuse to do? I don't like cleaning out my reusable straws. (laughs) So they'll just sit there and like soapy water for a long time. Do you Um, use the little like uh, brush thing that comes with reusable straws? Yeah, I have one and it's looking at me. (laughs) But I'm just like, I'll do you later. So, or sometimes I'll put them through the dishwasher like, Every time, and I'll just like mm-hmm. let them go through a few times. But um, I don't know. How about you? Um, that's a good. Actually, I can't say that's a good question because I was the first person to ask. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but let, let's uh, give credit where yeah. credits due. I had an excellent question, and so now it's everyone's asking it. It's a, the new trend. Um, <laughs> what do I not like to do around the house? I don't like to take out the garbage. I really don't. When my boyfriend is in town, he's out of town right now. He's the one, like, that's his big job. That's such a relief that he does all the time. When I'm in charge, I, I wait for those bags to be absolutely packed before they're headed out. Do you mean out of the house? Into out of the, the house, right. Okay, into yeah. the trash cans or the, well, not into the pails. We've already discussed that. Uh, but <laughs> the receptacles. Into, into the receptacles, <laughs> thank you. Into the garbage void. Um, that's the one thing that I really put off to the very last second. I don't mind vacuuming. That feels kind of like mowing the lawn in the house. <laughs> I don't like making the, I mean, I don't mind, main, mind, excuse me, I don't mind making the bed. It's like scrubbing the shower. That kind of thing yeah. is kind of a pain. Yeah. Uh, it's I a little bit like, it. I feel like this is probably bad to compare to, but like broken windows theory where it's like, if if like the kitchen's already a little messy, then I'll just make it messier or whatever. <laughs> But, like, somebody had this advice years ago to be like, just, like, time yourself doing the dishes. Have you ever heard this? No. Just, or, or like, time, see how long it takes to load the dishwasher. Right. Or unload the dishwasher. And it's, like, way shorter than you possibly could ever imagine. It's, like, a millionth of the amount of time you spend looking at the internet uh, every day. Right. Or even stressing out and being like, I don't feel like doing it. I feel like (laughs) doing it. Like, by that time, it would have been done, which... Unfortunately, our moms were all right about, but like it, and now it makes sense to me because some like twenty-year-old therapist explained it that way, but um, on TikTok. But but yeah, it's helpful. I don't know why am I talking about this? You asked. I know because I asked. Yes. It's the question sweeping the nation. <laughs> um, well, there's something else we do need to talk about. An important yes. question that I have for you. Sure. You agreed to be on the podcast at some point in the uh, near the near past, mm-hmm. or maybe the distant past. I can't remember when you actually agreed, uh, but I was very excited. I thought uh, Christine's fantastic. She's so funny. She's a nice person. She'll come over. We'll just have a chat. Maybe each have a glass of water, and then move on with our days and then lives. And so. I, uh, as I was preparing for the podcast today, I was thinking it's going to be 92 degrees. I hope we're not uncomfortable. And then I get out to the backyard and think, oh, no, this will be a nice time. Until you come kind of marching into my backyard Marched. holding a bag. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously very happy with yourself. Uh, a big smile on your face. And it, to me, uh, you know, this podcast is called I Said No Gifts. Right. So I was a little surprised to see you holding... What I'll say is an incredible gift bag uh, with, uh, it's kind of a pink bag with some, are these leopards or cheetahs? Leopards? I believe these are leopards. I feel like uh, if it were a cheetah, they probably would have illustrated it running. (laughs) Yeah, with little running lines. Right. These are just kind of growling by a bush, uh, some sort of flowery bush. Is this a gift for me? It is, but I know what you're going to (laughs) say. I... We didn't talk about, you didn't invite me personally, okay? I got an email from Patrick and Annalise, and they told me that it was, I said, no gifts. Okay. But they could have been sabotaging me, <laughs> right? I don't know these people. I could have shown up without a gift, and they're like, uh, Christine, the podcast is called I Said Gifts. I didn't know that. I don't trust these people. So this is just hedging my bets. Keep it or don't. Okay, so this is kind of a shotgun of blame happening yeah, here. Yeah, Everybody's getting Deflecting. hit. Deflect. Uh, okay, well, should I open it here on the show? Yes. 
Okay, let's get into this gorgeous bag. Annalise, do you mind holding that? Okay, we've got some tissue. Crinkling, crinkling, crinkling. <laughs> this is an audio feast for the listener. Eat up. It's, uh, you won't hear this for another week. Okay, we've got the tissue. I'm reaching in. <laughs> wait. I Wait. Okay. Um, okay. So initially, thank you, Annalise, I did not recognize the item because it's kind of bent in half. But now I'm realizing what I think this might be yeah. is a grabber. It's a grabber. What's going on? Do you on? already have one? I don't. I haven't seen one of these. I feel like my oldest brother had one of these in probably 1993 from KB Toys. Mm-hmm. It was kind of neon orange, and he would use it to bother us. <laughs> um, it's the same one. <laughs> and here's your brother. He's like, you, you want to bother him? Years. You want to bother him? Here you go. <laughs> um, this is incredible. Tell me yeah. everything about why you brought this. Well, this is so a grabber is one of those things that looks like kind of a gun, but you you pull a trigger and it, it can grab. Is, is it working? My first attempts at a grabber in years. I'm going to put the microphone down. They say the grabbing's the first thing to go, so I'd be worried. Okay. It's got that, okay, get closer. The bo- get water bottle is way too heavy, I think. Or get it close. Oh, no, no, closer? use that. Yeah, there you go. Oh, it's not going to be Oh, it's, it's I mean, this is slippery. a full water bottle. I'm going to try to grab... Grab the phone. Grab uh, this. Oh, my God. I'm knocking <laughs> things over. We're grabbing the phone. Look at this. <laughs> well, you have to learn. You have you to have learn. You have to learn. This is not... It's not just, you know, you're not immediately... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe I can grab this cord here. It's gra- Look at this. It's not not grabbing. I'm grabbing. <laughs> yeah, it is not absolutely lifting. grabbing. I can grab at you. Kind of a 3D experience. Bring you towards me. Okay, I feel okay. I'm I'm grabbing, I'm grabbing, I'm grabbing, and I'm learning. Yeah. Could I grab your knee? Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's the sound <laughs> it's, of the it's grab. Creaking. That's the sound of the grab. <laughs> this is okay, so I, I kind of cut you off in my three no. excitement here. I just want to make sure it works. Um, so last year I had back surgery, kind of like an emer- unexpected emergency, oh um, herniated a disc, whole, it was a whole thing. But, uh, my friend Allison has Libby, I don't know if you know her. Oh, I know, uh, we've never met, but uh, she's so funny. She's the best. Uh, she has had several back surgeries in her life. So she was like, I was texting her constantly and she recommended this and, uh, she also sent me a really nice, like, fluffy robe after I saw oh, it. Oh, nice. how sweet. A robe's um, an excellent gift. It was the best gift. It couldn't have been better. But she, like, knows. She's been through it. So I got one of those, and it was, the. It was a, I was like, oh, hilarious. I have to get one of these grabber <laughs> things. And it could not have been better or come in handy more. It was awesome. And it's one of those things that I think people should have it because you never know if you're going to need it. So, like, you know, picking, like, stuff off the ground. Because, like, you know, you drop things all the time. You better pick up and right. realize it. But, like... We're just picking, like, my dog's toys up off the ground or reaching things. <laughs> it's really great. And even if you only need it for, like, the day your back hurts really bad, it, it's worth it's worth it. Reaching things, I uh, bought a stool about a, uh, like, a kitchen stool about a year ago. And it was, I was like, oh, this will be fine. It'll be, like, I'll probably need it. It was genuinely exciting to have around the house. There was, like, a new piece of technology yes. where I was like, I can now reach anything. It felt like I had a superpower. Yes. And I imagine this is going to be the same thing where I'm— There are yeah. a lot of things, especially in the kitchen, where I'm, like, on my tiptoes, and I'm like, this is going to fall on my face, and I should just not be lazy and get the stool. Right. And this, uh, this grabber gun— can be my new little friend. I hope so. I mostly have experience with picking things up off the ground with it. Okay. Not from reaching. Kind of a uh, difference in perspective. There you go. You're always looking down. (laughs) I'm always looking up. Yes. Uh. (laughs) Classic us. But... I don't. Do you have a dog or cat? I do have a dog. I found like in, my dog is always ripping the stuffing out of his toys and stuff, or just moving things around. I found it just really helpful in like picking stuff up, putting back in his little toy basket, or picking up socks off the ground and putting them in the you know laundry pile. I've got uh, kind of roller blinds in my living room that are very hard for me to reach. Suddenly, mm-hmm. nothing. Everything's within reach. My yeah. dog has two of those hard bones that are kind of thin that she'll chew on and then leave wherever. And it feels like as close as I'm going to get to have a, having a kid leave their Legos around the house. Mm. I'm like, that's going to end up in my foot at some point. Yeah, yep. So this is the perfect device. A Nyla bone? Is that one of I those? I think it is a Nyla bone. It's like, I think it's mildly peanut butter flavored. Mm. I don't know how that <laughs> works with the plastic and the rubber. Uh, but the the dog scientists, they do it, do it all. Uh, she has those two things and then t- she's allowed two toys at a time. Nice. Uh, otherwise, oh. she's... You're very restrained. Do you spoil your dog? For some reason, I know that you're a dog person. Yeah. 
but maybe it's you're just kind of— I don't of, have many uh, aspects to my identity. <laughs> I really <laughs> don't. It's that, and I'm from Philadelphia, and I say must <laughs> yes, be nice the all the time. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I swear there's more to me. Those are just the two deepest things. Uh, yeah, I have my, my dog, Philby, and I definitely— like. I spoil him in that he's got a lot of physical problems and I have to pay for help. Okay. Like what sort of problems does he have? Uh, Well, he's he's eight and a half, but he is a pit bull mix and he has these front paws that turn out. They don't go forward. They turn out. that's very cute. Like he's a little ballerina. (laughs) Yes. And so that throws off, exactly. (laughs) And that throws off his whole like body, you know, structure. And at some point in the, a couple years ago, he had two slip discs, one in his neck, neck, one in his lower back. And so, like, he just has to take him to physical therapy. He gets acupuncture. But if you met him, you'd be like, this dog is fine. What is her problem? Wow. Um, like and, mother, like son, though. Yeah. Yeah, we have a lot of the same <laughs> issues. Like, so he can't do any kind of stairs. Okay, and right. And so I had to move into a house uh, that didn't have any stairs, and he can't have any not uh, slippery surfaces. So I have to have rugs oh. everywhere. Or like when I first moved, I was like went to Ross and bought like fifteen yoga mats, just put them all around the house. Um, so it's he just so it's like spoiled in that sense, right? Like just prescription food, but not like he doesn't have like a big princess bed or something right. like that. Right? He just you know? has a lot of things that need to be taken care of. Yes, yes, yeah. Have you had him since he was a baby? I got him when he was like six months, they okay. say. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's so cute. I feel like I've seen a picture of him before. I've probably, you post well, to the yeah, internet. Yeah, for Twitter, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, our dog is an American bulldog, <laughs> and she's eight years old. Knock on wood, no giant health crises yet. She did have kind of a benign tumor, mm. which was taken care of, but now she, no, she isn't qualified for pet insurance. Do you have pet insurance? No, because— You believe in it. Uh, yeah, I don't believe in it. I think they should work for it. He doesn't have a job. If he had a job, he could get insurance. That's how this works. Uh, no, I, I had, so he also has, over the years, it's kind of waned his allergies, like seasonal allergies or allergies to food. But when I got him at the No Kill LA shelter. That's where we got our dog. Yeah, it's great. They God give bless. you a week or so, or a month free of this health insurance for your pet. And, or something like that. It was a while ago. And um, also, you have, like, your first vet appointment free at certain vets. Okay. Somehow, in between getting him and taking him to the vet and then, like, trying to activate the health insurance, they found out about all of his issues. Oh, no. <laughs> so, everything was a pre-existing condition. <laughs> what a shame. And it was, like, a three-day, like, That's mishap. Crazy. Just an avalanche. Uh, and then it was just, like, well, everything's wrong with him. So, uh, I just never... And so, instead, I ended up working very hard a lot on jobs. Right. Um, In order to kind of finance his health problems. Yeah. That's fine because I'm sure he's wonderful. Oh, he's the best. He's the best. Everybody loves him. Yeah. You just fall in love with the dog and the price price no longer matters. Exactly. Until you're in financial ruin and it's (laughs) destroying your life. But uh, yeah. So did your dog, did he have a name when you got him at the shelter? Yes. And I'm not the biggest fan of changing a dog's name. Right. But his name was Chubby. Oh, that's not a and good name. It's not a good name. Not to mention he wasn't Chubby. Not that if he was Chubby, he would deserve the name. Right. Not that there's anything wrong. Not that Chub- I mean, Chubby is well, a Chubby Checker. Let's just be honest. That is a good name. <laughs> that is a good name for for that man. But uh, so anyway, I wanted. I think it's fun when dogs are named like boring person names. Sure, sure. So I was gonna maybe name him Phil and. Uh, I also like when dogs have titles, like, or, you know, like ranks. a Mr. Yeah. or Dr. Dr. Well, not Dr. Um, Phil. But I was going to call him Mr. Phil. And then my <laughs> sister had, uh, has rescued dogs and she, I don't know where she heard this or if this is just her experience. She said, if you keep the last syllable the same, it's easier for the dog to learn their new name. Oh, interesting. Um, so that that's, I combined Phil and Chubby, and that's where Philby came from. Oh, that's great. So it's really, it's just a funny, but then I found out, I've told this story a bunch of times, Kim Philby was the, is the name of this like notorious, like double agent, uh, British spy. What? So when? like, 
in like the cold beginnings of the cold fifties, I guess sixties. <laughs> the cold fifties, the, 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 the classic the freeze, period of world history. The freezing fifties, <laughs> um, and uh, he was like a British intelligence agent, so MI five or whatever. But he was actually secretly, secretly working for the Soviets. Oh my god! So he was a bad guy. Um, I think like a lot of the like Le Carre novels are like kind of partly based on his life oh, and his espionage. Um, and so sometimes I'll meet people and they'll be like, like, like the spy. And I'm like, no, I'm not like the spy. And I told the, Taking offense to that. I told the story recently. I can't remember I told it. But like, I used to live in Manhattan and I was on the Upper West Side walking him. And this woman was like, her little girl wanted to pet the dog. So I was like, okay, what's his name? Philby. And the woman goes, like the spy? And I was like, well, it was kind of an accident. But I didn't know for a little bit. But, you, you know, most people don't know this. So it's, like, interesting that you you know the name. And she's like, I said I don't meet a lot of people that know the, the spy right. based off my dog's name. And she goes, even on the Upper West Side? <laughs> <laughs> and I still don't know what, what that means. I don't know what it means. Everyone on the Upper West Side. That's the one thing everyone knows on the Upper West Side. Is this one very small piece <laughs> Cold War history. That's crazy. So How do you respond to that? I don't know. I don't know. We need to take a survey of the Upper West Side. <laughs> it was such a great moment. Wait, what is this Philby person's first name? Kim. Kim Philby. Kimberly yeah. Philby. I don't know if, if Kimberly if it's Kimberly. Maybe if it's a male. Okay, Kim Kim Philby. Wow. Well, we've all learned a little something yeah. outside of our listeners, of course, on the Upper West Side, yes. who are all kind of screaming <laughs> at the podcast. We, we know this. Know. Move through it. This is boring information. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a bizarre thing to say. I know. Wait, what's are, your dog's name? Uh, Edie. 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 Oh, fun. She had two names prior to us getting her, which uh, neither of us knew. My boyfriend named her. He got her before we a month before we met, but we didn't realize you. It's not as great to change the dog's name. But her name was Sierra, well, and I'm giving away some information about my dog, and mm. I apologize to my <laughs> dog. Uh, she may not want this information out there, but it was Sierra and then Diamond. Neither name I'm that crazy. That's about. when she was a stripper, and you don't want people to know. About <laughs> they it. are kind of stripper <laughs> names. I mean, Diamond is kind of a pro wrestler name. I think. Mm-hmm, yeah. I feel like there's. Has to have been a diamond. It sounds like the three names of like in the evolution of a, a woman's show business career. <laughs> <laughs> you know, then you have to land land with Edie and just be like, "I'm Edie. Everybody <laughs> loves Edie." Uh, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. yeah. So how did you? How did he come up with Edie? Uh, Grey Gardens. Ah, he loves Grey Gardens. Gotcha. And uh, uh, I, yeah, that the Grey Gardens ladies as a namesake. I don't. I'm not entirely on board with because we love the Grey Gardens ladies, but, you know, their lives were kind of a disaster. Oh, were they double agents for the for the Soviets? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> There's no telling. But, of course, you know, there was a region of Manhattan that may be able to uh, share that information with us. Reach out if either of the Edies uh, was working for the Soviets. They could have been. Anything could have been happening in that house. Right. Raccoons everywhere. They were very kind of overtly patriotic in a way that felt suspicious. I'll say that. I feel like there's a 4th of July celebration in that documentary that now thinking about it is a giant red flag. America, we love it. America. (laughs) (laughs) More. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I've got this grabber. You use it to pick things up from the ground. Mm -hmm. I will use it to get things out of the cupboards while I'm baking and this kind of thing. Getting a little box of baking soda. And may, may it only be in good health and not because you've Injured yourself. Uh, the injury is coming for me. <laughs> the uh, back surgery is terrifying to me. Yes. And yes. you didn't see it coming. And they made me do it to myself. How did yeah, you? Yeah, it was so scary. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> well, what but doing. you're one of the world's best surgeons. <laughs> I'm an, I was an urban studies major. No one else could be trusted. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, uh, it was It was scary. Uh, what? How did you injure your back? Can I ask? Uh, I'm not quite sure, to be honest. There's oh, no. just like disc degeneration is a thing that people have. Okay. And the way they explain what the discs are is they compare them to je- jelly donuts. And there's like a gel inside that kind of, for, you know, helps with the, you know, cushioning and you're moving and stuff. And a herniation is when the like jelly kind of gets out. Oh my and God, I had no idea. A lot of people just <gasps> live with them. I mean, like it's, you hear about like sciatic pain and stuff right, like that. Right. 
But this one was just so severe that uh, I had to get surgery. And it was like, um, I wasn't having a whole lot of back pain, but my leg was really tight and my leg hurt. And then over the course of like a few hours, I just like couldn't move and I was in the worst pain of my life and like crawling around and I couldn't even, like I couldn't even get myself or even with help to get to the car to get to the hospital. This the is the only way I would have gotten to the hospital is if like I had an, an ambulance come. So um, it was just it was horrible. I, I had like calluses on my hands and knees because I had been crawling around. Oh I ordered God. for how the, long? Well, it was like a week before I finally, let maybe less than a week before I finally went to urgent care. But it was like. My friend had just had surgery and had some leftover. And I I do not like taking pills. Right. I'm reading about and, the Sacklers now. Yes. The Sacklers were helpful in this case because it was <laughs> I needed to take something in order to be able to get into the car. So my friend, Jess Conrad, came over, put me on my rolling chair, and wheeled me out to the car. Like, I couldn't Whoa. even walk. And... I feel. I mean, I've had I've had injuries before, but you're like limping or whatever. Like right. it was no. Um, and they took me to. She took me to urgent care. <laughs> I was like laying like face down in the, her in her back seat, and then I had to like like kind of. She had to kind of help pull me out of the back seat oh. onto the wheelchair that she had gone in to get, and out in like the parking lot. And the, like a doctor comes out and is like, "You're in too much pain. We can't help you." <laughs> what? And, uh, and just I was just die. Yeah, just was like, like trying to keep it together. And I'm like, she's like, you can come in, of course we will, but like we can't really give you much more than like Advil or something. You need pain, much more pain medicine. Whoa. And so then it was just basically they had to stuff me back into my friend's back seat, <laughs> and they're like, you have to go to an ER, and they, uh, you know, what's nearby? It's uh, Cedars and. Um, Hospital City. Hospital City, USA. But <laughs> but it was like that one was was two miles away and the and Cedars was three miles away. So I was like, let's just go there because like I couldn't. It was really hard. And then um, I went there and they were so useless. They didn't even touch my back. What it was just really happening strange. in the middle. I, I don't need to get into all this, but it was a really crazy thing where I was. I mean, I couldn't even sit in the wheelchair. It was like kind of like on my side and I was uh, clenched, like clutching the side and I was just, tears just start streaming down my face. And they just like parked me in the waiting room and this poor, this woman was there with her kid. I think, I think she was there to be seen. I don't think the kid was sick, but I couldn't move. And this kid is like right there just looking at this lady tear streamer down her face. And I kind of was like, I'd love to move away from this kid who's going to be talking about this on a podcast in 20 years. remember you forever. Um, but then, yeah, it was uh, uh, just... It was so useless, and it, I, I have never been in a position in a position where I had to basically. I'm very much like, okay, no, I'm not in pain. It's cool. Yeah, I'm, right, but right, I'll, I'll go lay it. on the street. Life um, is pain. But I was like, I, you know, they gave me like a shot of something, and then they kind of treated me like I was lying or something, <laughs> and I was trying to get pain meds. I guess it's a little much, lady. It was Sacked. like really like I don't know. I must have looked a mess or something, but. Um, they were like, just going to send me home with some pain meds. And that was it. But I knew something else was wrong. But like, he's like, okay, so we're just going to send you home. And I kind of, for like the first time ever, was like, no, I can't. I can't Good for go you. home. And um, of course, this is all like COVID masks and right, everything. Right. And and then he's like, it was like a, it was like a game of chicken. He's like, all right. And then he like goes and he comes back and he's like, well, we can take you to a pain center. And I was like, Okay. <laughs> So it's going to take a while. Okay. <laughs> We're going to have to like take you in an ambulance. Great. Like it was just like staring at the These doctor. These are all things I want. <laughs> exactly. Like I was like, I am not lying about this. Um, I I just, this whole experience, as crazy as it was, I mean, there's, there's even like other crazy things that happened. It only made me feel like I'm so lucky. Like right. every single thing that happened, I was like, oh my God, imagine if like my eye was different and my life was different. And, of course. And like, but the luckily, my boss Matt Selman has had the same surgery as I did like ten years ago. Right, right. So he recommended his surgeon, and his surgeon immediately saw like the. Uh, and there's something I don't know if you feel this way, but like when I finally saw the um, the MRI, and the doctors were like, "Holy shit!" It was like so validating. Of course, you know where in I your was because I kind of. It's like it wasn't enough for me to be like I can't walk. I, so you know those little scooters in uh, gym class that you sit on and you like. Oh roll yeah, around? I love those. I ordered one of those from Amazon. You're living so a dream. I could 
like put my arms on it and and push myself around <sighs> with my knees. Like prior I prior to the surgery. Prior to the surgery, before I understood, before right. I, when I, back when I thought this, this will pass, it's like I couldn't sit on it and move my legs. Like, you know, I had to, like, my arm, I built up my arm strength a lot. I just had to, like, put my hands on it and, like, crawl. But uh, it wasn't enough for me to think, like, all of these crazy things are happening. I'm in the worst pain of my life. I, I like, needed a test for me to be like, okay, good, I was in pain. Right. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, what would have, Convince them in their minds that there was an actual problem going on. I don't know. And you have I to be bleeding? I didn't even know that my leg, I couldn't feel my leg. I didn't even know until like a couple days later, I saw a different doctor and she's like, and you you probably can't feel this. And she like touched my left leg. And I was like, oh, no, I didn't realize. Oh, no. I, I've been so focused on everything else. But um, this, so I saw this this doctor. He was great. He's like, you need surgery right away. And like, you know, I did some research, but I, and I also have two trusted friends who've had similar experiences. So, I decided to go, you know, have this surgery with this doctor. And I found out only after the fact that, um, do you remember a couple years ago, one of the times, I guess this happened, but Harrison Ford crashed his plane onto a golf course? Who could forget? So my surgeon was the one that saved his life. What? <laughs> I didn't no. even know that. What, so was he, was Harrison, well, first name basis, yeah. uh, was he gravely injured in that? I think he was just beat up a little bit, okay. but it was a kind of thing where they had to get him out of it, the car because like a it was like an old school like World War II right I kind think. of Red Baron yeah and like you know like my doctor was was there like oh, playing so golf your, your doctor it wasn't in the surgery no that he said he like he was pried him out of golf. an airplane <laughs> yeah <laughs> what. <laughs> And I, I don't know why I'm like, I wish I knew that before I went in. Maybe just because I thought it would be funny. But like, <laughs> I found out like when I went back for my like checkup and um, he, there's a Harrison Ford thing and he's like, oh, look at this. This is before I knew. And he, um, he shows us this thing and it's like a cameo and it's Harrison Ford going, happy birthday, Sanjay. Not everyone can say they saved my life, but you did. And I had, and I was like <laughs> watching it and I'm like, so weird that Harrison Ford's doing cameos. That's like kind of sad. <laughs> and then I like, he's, he plays it. And then I'm like, oh, cool. Is that, what movie is that from? Because like, I was like, what is he referencing? Right, and he right. goes, no, this actually happened. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, no, I actually pulled him out of a burning. He's like, I assumed what? you knew that. that. And I was like, oh, assumed. He's like, most people that like look me up, this is the first thing they find. But like, I didn't have to look him up because my my friend recommended him. And you were in complete agony and nothing mattered. It totally. And I just was like, no, why would I have known that? That is so cool. And so I guess, you know, he made on this video for his 50th birthday because he oh, saved his life. Right. But it was one of those things where I guess other people ran to help too, but they had to like put dirt on the um engine so it didn't explode like that kind of thing and then of course like I was so excited I told my mom and my mom had the most mom response was, which was like well now he's going to be telling people he saved Christine Nangle's life <laughs> <laughs> that's so sweet you've got to send him a cameo <laughs> yeah but I'll get really uh, high and stupid and I was like hi Sanjay not everyone can say they they Fix someone's my L5S1, but you can. <laughs> well, what you need to do is crash a plane near him. I'm working on it. <laughs> You've got that's in the works. <laughs> but unfortunately, it's going to be in his backyard. Uh, <laughs> uh, has Harrison been back behind what do you call not behind the wheel of the plane at the yoke of a plane in, in the cockpit? In the cockpit since? I don't know. I hope not. I hope that was his last flight. Not, you know, I don't know that he should be flying planes anymore. I don't know why he was flying the Red Baron through Los Angeles in the first place. For kicks, I guess. Scarf in the air. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm wow, that's thrilling. What Doctors of the Stars. Yeah, it was really funny. Wow. Well, okay, I think it's time to play a game. Okay. Let's play a game called Gift Master. Okay. I need a number between one and ten from you. Uh eight. Okay, I have to do some light. The lightest of calculating. So in the meantime, you have the mic. You can promote something, recommend something, do whatever you want. I'll be right back. Oh, okay. Um, make your own popsicles. It's fun that you can get a, um, popsicle molds. What I like to do is make a smoothie first and then put it in the popsicle mold and it makes the popsicle really um, like substantial and delicious. So that would be my first piece of advice. Um, check out my the show that I work on is this new startup uh, animated project. Um, it's 
called The Simpsons. It's I think people are going to like it. Check it out. Animation Domination on Fox. <laughs> okay, that's uh, yeah. enough. Is that good? I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for that part. <laughs> that uh, <laughs> that uh, popsicle recommendation is great. I've never thought about making the smoothie and then just freezing it. I yeah, and actually, the, I was gonna bring you popsicle molds. I tried to get popsicle oh molds, um, but they were like sold out everywhere. I could go to Santa Monica, Williams, Sonoma, but I just didn't feel like that <laughs> jived with my personality. Four hour <laughs> trip to get some popsicle molds. What sort of molds do you have? What do they look like? Um, they're there's like. Plastic, I, it's hard to Not a fun describe. shape or anything? No, mm. although that's a great idea. Um, yeah, I every once in a while I'll get those um, the, those smoothies to deliver, the Daily Harvest. Oh, sure, sure. Um, back when I was like working out pre-surgery, I would ha- drink them and feel great. But then now I just mix them with booze or make popsicles <laughs> out of them or both. But yeah. Wonderful suggestion. And yeah, we've got The Simpsons that's... I think they're on their fourth episode, so yes. check that out while check you can. Out. Probably going to be canceled. Leave a comment. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, good. this is how it's Gift good. Master it's a great works. Season. Mm-hmm. I'm going to name three gifts you can give away, three experiences, items, what have you. And then I'm going to name three celebrities, okay. famous people or whatevers. And you're going to tell me which gift you're going to give which person and why. Does oh. that make perfect sense? Yes. Okay. And I are- can get it wrong, right? There's no, you're not going to get anything wrong. This okay. is very much a beautiful, we're painting with our minds. Okay. We're giving gifts, imagining, and enjoying ourselves. The gifts you're giving are a food dehydrator, mm-hmm. which I have actually been circling uh, purchasing recently. Uh, number two is a little less conventional, precognition. So to be able to see future events mm-hmm. before they happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally... I can see you getting a food dehydrator <laughs> pretty soon. So you, yeah, you've been around the block with precog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then finally, loose-fitting veneers. So somebody gets <laughs> veneers and they're not quite secure. Oh um, God, and you'll be giving them to the following people. We're scrolling through the dock. This thing has become so unwieldy, it's probably going to burn my computer down. Let's see. We're getting down to the celebrities. Okay, here we go. Today's celebrities are number one, public nuisance, Kirk Cameron. <laughs> uh, number two, Lorraine Bracco most famously known as Dr. Jennifer Melfi in The Sopranos. And finally, Lakeith Stanfield, a fine actor. Oh, yeah. Um, Well, I would say the precognition I would give to Lakeith because I want him to do well and be happy. And I think... he I want him to stick around Hollywood for a long time. And he seems kind of level-headed. yeah. He makes good acting choices. He's usually in just in good projects. So he right. feels like someone who can be trusted with, he can be trusted with the it. knowledge of the future. Yeah. It's or maybe he doesn't need power. it because maybe he already has that. Oh my God, to find that out. He already like has good foresight about what he wants to work on. Right. But yeah, sure. We'll give him that. Okay. Um, and the food dehydrator can go to Lorraine Bracco because she's on the go. She's on the go. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Busy, busy, busy. <laughs> and the loose-fitting veneer should absolutely go to Kirk Cameron. He may already have them. Really? I mean, he seems like somebody who probably has, he probably got some cut-rate veneers at some, you know, desert dentist. <laughs> he should have lo- loose-fitting veneers in his mouth and in other parts of his body. <laughs> <laughs> other orifices deserve them. <laughs> Teeth just falling out from every hole. Oh, excuse me. That that's mine. Can I have it? <laughs> I have a veneer. Uh, I don't have time for another quick story, but I oh, have, of course. So I have these two veneers that I am like kind of really self conscious about and like don't like. But I got them. So these two teeth on either side of my uh, front teeth. I forget what they're called. Um, Are those the canine teeth? I, the no, most exciting tooth no. of all. They're in between the canine and the front tooth. Oh, okay. That so it's um, probably like the. The K eight, <laughs> yeah, right. The A six or whatever. Um, so, uh, the and then I don't know. If, I think this is like a family thing. Where like um, one of my siblings, like theirs, didn't like come back in after they lost their baby one oh, or whatever. So mine are really small naturally. Wow. And I've always been self conscious about it my whole life, and like had braces, and so I've always just had weird issues with my teeth. But then when I finally got a job where I was like like a real job where I was right, make, right. making money, I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna get those two teeth fixed, and. 
I was fine. Like, I was happy with them for a while. They just weren't done well. And this one's like a really weird shape. And I really stress about it too much. But oh eventually, I'll get it fixed. Because the thing about, about veneers is they're so expensive. But then you have to get them replaced at some point. Which means you need to have money then, Double. too. Yeah, you have to plan and for the future. I never have an idea that I'm going to have any money. Any, uh, this is how I feel. Yeah. Just constant fear. Constant like, fear. I that, can't wait for my ruin. Yeah. Everybody's going to find out. Like, some. I always say, like, I'm going to get a knock on the door and they're going to be like, oh, sorry, this life was meant for some. Christine Nagel. Um, <laughs> you're the Nagel. It's a common mistake. And I'd be like, yes, okay, I'm already packed. Um, but anyway, they... Uh, they uh, so you have to get a, a temporary one first while they're making the, the real one. And... But they have to like grind down if you have experience with, with veneers. I've heard, I know a yeah. little bit about it, and it's, it scares me to death. Yes. So they these the two teeth that I already felt were like so small. They had made them even smaller to put the the, ter- the temporary ones on, but they kept falling out. <laughs> what, you actually had loose fitting veneers. I had, I had loose fitting temporary veneers. The one kept falling out, and I remember I had just seen Toy Story three. Okay. And I was all emotional. I was walking home. <laughs> I stopped at a, a bodega. Um, oh, on the way home, I, I like was talking to my friend, and it like flew out. <laughs> and no. so me and my friend are like on the like street, like trying to find it on our hands and knees. And like we we found like some guy pulls up, and I'm so self conscious when it's not in there. Right, right. I think everybody is like looking at me, or whatever. And he's like, "You okay?" When we're just like, "No, we're fine." Just dropped my earring. And um, found it. <laughs> my tooth. Just right. put it in my pocket because I can't put it back in my mouth. Um, say goodbye to my friend. And I'm like, I'm going to stop at a bodega and get some flour. I don't know. Because I was had just been crying, sobbing. Oh, during right. Toys yeah, you had almost seen those toys get burned to death. Exactly. I was like, I'm going to get flowers. And I was getting flowers. And this guy just started like, I mean, I... Lots of ladies are used to street harassment. This guy was like, it was intense. Oh. It was so bad that like... When it's so persistent, you know, like, something's off with this person. Right. And it was one of those things where, like, I'd be like, no, thank you. Oh, nope. And, uh, and he would be, like, into my, uh, like, moxie about oh, it. You know no. what I mean? So like, it's just he kind of was saying, like, oh, yeah, problem, you got right? that. Yeah. And so, like, to the point where, like, you know, the flowers are out, usually outside the bodega. And I, like, went inside. And there's men working there. Nobody's doing anything, of oh. course. And I'm like without my tooth in, but I'm standing there just screaming at this guy to go away. I'm calling to call the police, like whatever. Everybody's watching it happen. But the whole time I'm like also covering my face a little bit. So this man who is harassing me won't see that I'm missing a tooth. <laughs> I want you to see me in my bed. <laughs> um, and uh, he eventually went away. No help from any of the men. One woman that was in the bodega was like, are you okay? And I was like, are, which way are you walking? And we like walked home together. No, like, I just love that like none of the guys even wow, like... that is looked, they, mortifying. It looked, like, it looked like I was having problems with my boyfriend or something. Oh, which still someone should probably step in <laughs> yeah, if it's like gone to a public yeah. level. But they they were like, we're not going to get involved with this crazy lady. She's missing a tooth. <laughs> Most of a tooth. Uh, no, but it just like shows... It's all in your head. Like I could, I felt like everyone was looking at me. But that's my experience with getting veneers. So it's one of the reasons that I'm like not excited to get them replaced. How so, often yeah. do you have to get them replaced? I just really. It's been like ten years. I just really hate it, especially the one because it just it's a weird shape and it doesn't fit. You have excellent teeth. I would have never uh, guessed this one. Everybody go online, look a picture of me. If we've got to get some zoom-ins. It doesn't make any teeth. sense. The shape is weird. My new dentist hates it. She's like, she's like, if you, well, I was like, I'll just, I'm going to get it fixed. And then I had, I chipped my, one of my front t- teeth when I was a kid. So, so painful. Yeah, it was bad. I remember like thinking like I was going to get in so much trouble. Um, I we didn't. trusted you with those teeth. <laughs> no, I didn't. But I always have to get, every couple of years I have to get that like fixed with like just a little bonding or whatever. Um, and uh, she's like, well, it would be much easier if we just did the front four teeth. So I was like, wait, <sighs> like grind down my front uh, teeth and she's like yeah and like something about gum surgery oh no and she's like it's 2022 there's no reason you shouldn't love your smile <laughs> and <laughs> what about the cost the pain uh, there's like a huge list of things the fact that your teeth are fine I, I was like cause like you know if you grow up with an issue you it's always gonna be there so right. like you know I had a huge gap between my teeth like you know whatever but like I, I remember just being like, okay, okay, because I'm always so stressed out at the dentist anyway. I was like, sure. And then I like get in my car and I'm like, 
I just don't, I just don't think I should do it. As if like... (laughs) You're being bullied. (laughs) I was totally being bullied. It was like, I think I should stand up for myself. Um, (laughs) And I was like, oh, like if you just, if you didn't grow up with money, like you can't, why would you mess with perfectly good teeth? Of course. And it's going to be literally thousands of dollars. It's like, I'm spending that on teeth. I already have them. It would be like, gosh, I think it's like $8,000 a tooth or something like that. And then so in my mind, I'm like, okay, that's $28,000. And then I would have to have $28,000 in 20 years. And like, <laughs> Probably what, how do more I do? because yeah, yeah. Let's, let's face it, inflation. inflation. Let's talk about inflation. But it's all, it's all cosmetic. So it's all like, who cares at this, at this oh. point? But yeah, it's the Good. only reason I'm not a movie star. Great. It's one weird tooth. <laughs> and also I don't really, I'm not an actor. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, uh, yeah, I had no idea. You have great teeth. Oh, thank you. That's very nice. I chipped a tooth in eighth grade. Somebody punched me in the stomach and I hit a, uh, a lo- the top of a locker. Oh it still it remains mildly chipped. I'm just going to live with it. So then I had braces and what have you. But I think everyone's very sensitive about their mouths. Mm-hmm. You, know, I'll, you know, you go out to dinner, you're constantly thinking about if something's in your mouth. Right. And I'm trying to get to a point, at least if I'm with a friend, if they have something in their teeth, of just telling them. You got to tell them. That's a nice thing to do. It yeah. feels like such a betrayal if you get in the car after dinner and you had something in your teeth. It's like, yeah. so those people time, don't care about me. It's like from from Mrs. Doubtfire. The whole time? The whole time, <laughs> Does Mrs. Doubtfire have something in her teeth? No, there's the time, it, there's the part when Sally Field finds out that it was her husband and she's like, the whole time, the whole time, the whole time, remember? It, it's in my head forever. I was thinking, uh, is there a huge plot line of Sally Field or Mrs. Doubtfire has something in their teeth? He goes undercover as a Scottish woman who has something in her teeth. That's the sequel. Because they're like, dad never has anything in his teeth. So this can't be dad. There's no way in hell. That's the one thing we know about daddy. Um, well, excellently played. Uh, let's- Did I win? You play. You won in such a big way, and Great. Kirk Cameron. Let's hope he gets those loose veneers in every hole, and uh, he deserves something. He's what, got something coming to him. What if in the rapture, if you have veneers, you can't get taken up into the rapture? And he's like, "Whoops!" <laughs> or you leave all your teeth behind. <laughs> I thought when you were telling that street harassment story that the turn was going to be, and that man was Kirk Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> that would not surprise me. Like, of course, that's not that surprising. Psycho. Okay, this is the final segment of the podcast. Yes. It's called I Said No Emails. People write into I Said No Gifts at gmail.com. The amount of problems the listeners have is never ending. It's kind of gross at this point, but I'm just kind of dealing with it. We're, you know, just marching through the swamp of my listeners' problems. Will you answer a question with Yes, me? of course. Okay, let me read this. It says, Hi, Bridger, and disrespectful but delightful guest. Love the <laughs> podcast, of course. Well, we love a nice little compliment up top. God bless you, listener. Uh, I've got a gift dilemma, and I know you're the only one who can help. My husband and I have... Oh, this is perfect. My husband and I have two adorable dogs named Brownie and Scout. This is this is actually ideal. Both are rescues and quite timid and afraid of new situations and people. Scout tends to be very afraid of new people and barks slash growls at them, especially men, unless they give her tre- uh, give her treats to show her they're nice and can be trusted. Well, this dog knows what's going same, on. Same, same. Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, one of our neighbors cuts his grass every single Thursday morning, and he started carrying treats with him as he mows. When we go by on our morning walk, he stops and gives treats to my dogs. This has been wonderful because now both dogs are thrilled to see him and go in for a cuddle. However, Scout has become really pushy and tries to snatch the treats from him and pulls us down the street like a maniac, when she hears the lawnmower going. Okay, so kind of a Pavlovian thing happening with the lawnmower at this point. Um, Some weeks it's so bad, she's pulling so hard, she's walking on her hind legs and crying. (laughs) Okay, we're trying to help her learn some composure, but in the meantime, I'd love to get my neighbor a gift that says, thank you for helping my dog learn to love new people, and I'm sorry she's snatching things like a brat. Some context. outside. Okay, listener, outside of this... 40 pages of uh, text I just read. There's more context. For context, uh, I'm Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> Some context. I love to bake and cook and have thought about doing that, but have no idea what his dietary needs are. I also have, uh, I also have forgotten his name. Oh, rude. And now it feels like too much time has passed to ask for it again. I, I agree. Uh, what I do know is that he's a scheduled, tidy, and friendly guy, about 50 years old, who rides his bike with a basket often and is kind to animals. Your sage advice is greatly appreciated. Is he single? <laughs> that's my and question. And that's from Susie in Atlanta. He's got a lawn. 
Susie, the situation is out of control. Yeah. I mean, on a lot of levels, you've forgotten the name of this 50-year-old riding around on a bike with a basket. Kind of a wicked witch situation going on. He's obsessed with neighborhood dogs. He's mowing the lawn constantly. Mm -hmm. He's baiting the dogs with the food. (laughs) Um, What and... Susie's thinking maybe I should bake, but I don't know his dietary needs. What What do you think? My first, the first thing I'm going to think say is, Susie, if you're going to bake something, it doesn't matter about the dietary needs. He's going to throw it out. Mm. He'll just say that was nice, and then he's dumping it in the trash. So <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter if he's allergic. If that's the gift you want to give, truly bake him whatever, and just know that that's going to be thrown away. Garbage is the theme of the podcast today. <laughs> uh, but anyway, what are you thinking? This is a very strange uh, email to receive with, let's be honest, there's male harassment, there's <laughs> dogs, there's everything we could have, uh, we've discussed so much of this already on the podcast. Mm, yes. Um, and wh- where's Brownie in all this? Uh, right, Brownie's forgotten. <laughs> as Maybe this guy's name is Brownie. <laughs> yeah, she never had a second dog. Um, <laughs> I would say the best gift to get him is um, drought-tolerant landscaping. Oh, fantastic. Eliminate the need for mowing altogether, <laughs> and there you have it. Well, I mean, if the name thing, she could always just bring a new person on a walk with her. Okay. And then do the thing where you get the, the name. Oh, that's such a you know, excellent. If the name is that. I think it's, I also think it's not... I personally am not offended if someone says, I'm so sorry, I don't know your name. Like, right. I think that that's fine. I think people worry about that more. I think than... as a society, we need to say that's okay. Exactly. We can't, we can't have a memory full of these nonsense words that are names. Especially if you say something like, I'm so sorry, you're always so kind and you really actually helped us train our dog and I can't believe this. I'm so embarrassed. I don't know your name. Like, you know what I right. mean? I I'm ashamed. Yeah. You got me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know your name. My memory is barely functioning. Will you please share this information? Here's some cookies you're going to throw out. We both know. <laughs> I know you don't appreciate yeah. my baking. You never have and you never will. Um, so what's the question? The, what, what, is, what, ultimately, what do, what do we give this 50-year-old on his bike with a basket? Oh. Uh, we know he has a lawnmower. Uh, you're saying dr- uh, drought-tolerant uh, landscaping. Yeah, just show Even up. in Atlanta, which I feel like is so verdant and green. Never, I mean, I've never been there, so I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. I guess I've never been there either. But <laughs> in my mind, I picture you know a lot of trees, sticky, humid air. Yeah. But everybody loves drought, drought tolerant landscaping. Next week, he's raking the gravel rather than mowing the lawn. <laughs> oh no! What if she got him a gift card to like PetSmart so he could use it to buy <laughs> treats? Because like he gives the treats, right? Does he buy the treats? It sounds like he's buying the treats, but then is it a comment <laughs> on the quality of treats he's giving the dog? Yes. Well, what, okay. Uh, he loves bike accessories. Loves Why not a, bell, a horn? A bell, a horn, a, yeah. Or both. You Have could get symphony. him one of those little um, license plates that says like dog baiter or something. Like that. <laughs> to put on his lawnmower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lawnmower. Do lawnmowers? I feel like that's a good novelty was, idea. Yeah, that's great. Lonsense plates. There we go. <laughs> Sharks. <laughs> uh, I'm offering you 100% yeah. of my business because no one will buy <laughs> my lawnmower license plates. That feels like a decent idea. Dog baiter. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah, I also think like something, I think, I don't think he might, I don't think he would throw away the treats. It sounds like they're friends. I don't know. I don't trust this person. I think that there's a bigger <laughs> game at play and he's obviously like deliberately keeping his name from her. Uh, he's plan- He's probably got all of his bags packed and is planning to flee in the night with the dogs. He's obviously uh, trying to get them on his side. That's right. That's oh, that's right. He's teaching them to be vicious and snappy. Uh, he's turning them on her. Yes. Oh my <laughs> Eventually, gosh. Susie will be uh, devoured. And the Brownian Scout will hop on this lawnmower with Dog Bader. Uh, I mean, why not decorate a cake and just guess his name? Say, thank you, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and take it over and he'll, he will certainly tell the name when you hand him the cake. Yeah, and then say, well, never mind then. <laughs> or I like, call him Mike. Mike with the bike. <laughs> there you go. Or, and- or Scout's friend. <laughs> Scout feeder. A cake that says, thank you, Scout's friend. (laughs) Thank you, friend to all man and beast. (laughs) Susie, think of all of the options we've given you here. (laughs) A grabber. A grabber. 
to grab treats from him, and then you can give it to the dog at a safe distance. I mean, <laughs> the, I, the fact that you wrote into the same email is now just telling me you're a lazy person that's not willing to just spend four seconds thinking about gifts. Yeah, or I think the best gift, just give him Scout. <laughs> Scout's the troublemaker. Brownie and you are doing fine. Right. Scout <laughs> has become kind of a problem in your life. Enjoys the company of Lawn Man. Um, John Deere. John. <laughs> uh, so maybe one day, suddenly he looks in the backyard and Scout's running around and he's like, the plan has worked. Right. The gi- it was, it's a gift. Uh, the load is off of you, Susie. Everybody wins. Yeah, I like this. A beautiful end to a gorgeous story. Yes. Um, <laughs> Susie, take that information and execute it uh, to the letter. I don't want to, you to deviate at all from what we just told you, uh, because ha- who could? Uh, perfect. We answered the question perfectly. Yeah. This podcast is a service. <laughs> if nothing else, we provide a service to the community, and uh, thank you for doing that. My pleasure. But also thank you for this grabber. I can't wait for this to kind of probably enable my laziness. You're welcome. Use it in good health. I'll be grabbing the TV remote. I'll be pinching people. It could also protect your back. It could also That's true. ward off further problems. Less bending over yeah. and uh, hopefully will allow me to reach immortality. <laughs> Christina, I had a wonderful time with me you too. Here today. Now, listener, I hope you had a wonderful time. If you didn't, that's entirely on you. It's obviously a personality difference. Uh, you can certainly find another podcast. Don't let me know. Don't write. Otherwise, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, a wonderful rest of your week, and we'll meet again at some other point. I love you. Goodbye. I Said No Gifts is an Exactly Right production. It's produced by our dear friend Annalise Nelson, and it's beautifully mixed by John Bradley. The theme song, of course, could only come from miracle worker Amy Mann. You must follow the show on Instagram at I Said No Gifts. I don't want to hear any excuses. That's where you get to see pictures of all these gorgeous gifts I'm getting. And don't you want to see pictures of the gifts? But I invited you here. Thought I made myself perfectly clear. When you're a guest in my home. Follow I Said No Gifts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I really don't care. Just don't miss an episode. And if you like what you hear, rate and review the show. It's the least you can do. It really is. It's the bare minimum. Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase I Said No Gifts merch. What a wonderful way to support the show. Support the show!